0: Hiya, I'm Mel. Welcome to the secret diary of a binge eater, an ex-binge eater, helping you transform your life beyond recovery. I'm a binge eating specialist, clinical rapid transformational therapist, the three principles, transformational coach, a human design generator and a scientific manifesto. I will help you understand the principles of our human experiences and the science behind manifestations to help you see the importance of releasing any blocks like your self-sabotaging behaviours, both consciously and subconsciously to clear the path to your dreams. And if you like the sound of this, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and let's manifest our dream lives together. Thank you for listening and please share this podcast with anyone you think might also benefit from this too. Until next time, Mel. Hi, welcome to my podcast again. And in today's episode, I share with you one of my typical Foxer coaching calls. And this particular client, she wasn't in a financial situation to invest in one of my transformational deep impact programs. Um, in my programs, we go straight into the subconscious mind and find the root causes of why they have their fears or whatever challenges that are facing. So in other words, the clients that usually go for the deep impact transformational programs are the ones that feel like they've done everything on a conscious level. They know about pretty much everything, they've done all the techniques, but something in their Um, subconscious mind um, is holding them back they feel like they're out of control they're on autopilot and this is where the deep work is so powerful and I've obviously (laughs) had that experience myself because having suffered from back-to-back addictions and self-sabotage including eating disorders and rage. It wasn't until I did many deep subconscious work that I finally found peace and able to um, create the life that I want. So um, anyway, if you want any more details, you can find uh, those details on my website, insatiablemail.com. So in today's episode, um, we talk about trauma and how this affects you and some techniques at the end to help you Um, be able to have more control of yourself so that you can take action in the life that you really want. So again, I wanted to remind you, please, if you haven't already done so, please rate five stars on this episode or leave a comment if you get time because this is what helps me create free Content and smaller transformational programs for those who are not in the financial situation to invest in one of my deep impact subconscious work. But you're with the awareness of what I've learned since I've uh, recovered from those self sabotaging behaviors is that you can do this on a conscious level. And the only difference between doing it like through the deep, subconscious work and doing it on a conscious level is time. If if you put in the time on a conscious level and you keep doing it and doing it and doing it, you will eventually get the results yourself. But obviously, if you were in my position, like a long time ago, I really didn't have the mental capabilities to do it on a conscious level so that I needed a deep subconscious work but again I, I didn't have the awareness of the stuff that I'm sharing with you um, on my free content so you rating me five stars and leaving a feedback on here enables me to produce free content and lower uh, transformational programs so that you can do the work yourself so that you can stop sabotaging yourself and start enjoying your life and creating anything that you want and really making the most of the one chance that we get here as a human being. So on that note, I hope you enjoy today's episode and leave a comment on any aha moments that you had by listening to to today's um. know coaching call so until then love you take care bye bye hi um well from what i know about trauma and how it affects the mind and the body and what i've learned about the brain what you've described what the doctors have advised you to do is really good so follow what they say I just go through the basics of how the brain works and I think this will help you um, understand and then be able to motivate you to carry on doing what you're doing, like the the breathing and the stretching and to get outside. So basically we have uh, a couple of sides to our brains um, and put it into simple terms you've got the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and predominantly we are run by the subconscious mind so little do we know 95 percent of our behaviors is run by the subconscious mind and what that basically means is that at the beginning of our lives for example we use our conscious mind to to learn different things intentionally. And once we do that again and again and again, and it then gets handed over to the subconscious mind so that whatever that is that you're doing again and again and again comes automatically without even thinking, like walking. We weren't born walking. We weren't born how to talk. We weren't born with a lot of different skills that we have now. These skills have been developed over time by practicing them over and over again. And it really does help us in this modern day because if we had to think about learning to walk or learning to talk every single day, we probably wouldn't even be able to get out of bed because our minds would be exhausted. So thanks to the subconscious mind we are able to multitask we're able to drive a car and also be able to watch out for pedestrians on the streets and we're able to even have a chat with you know people while we're driving and and it's amazing but the the same advantages that we have by having this amazing skill of being able to do a multitude Of task is that it can go against us because just like being very skilled at walking and talking we can develop things automatically that doesn't help us especially when it comes to continued exposure to trauma and what happens is just like us walking if you are experiencing a lot of trauma in your life you're hi i wanted to quickly interrupt this audio by giving you a bit of background of the kind of trauma I'm talking about. So you get two types of trauma. You've got trauma from one huge incident, like for example, you've probably heard of like war veterans coming back traumatized, or if you've been in a huge accident, that will cause trauma. But there's also what we call um, complex PTSD, which is um uh, a result of lots and lots of traumatic events happening to the child and it doesn't necessarily have to be from abuse or sexual abuse or anything like that it's only when a child feels continuously that's the key continuously afraid or not safe in their environment so this could be if you have like a very angry parent um you're like the child is being scolded for little tiny things all the time and especially if there's no reason behind behind it. So um, if you lose your temper every now and again with your children, that's just being normal. That's been human. We're not perfect. We're still human beings. I'm talking about an environment where the child really doesn't feel safe most of the time. So anyway, I'll let you listen to the rest of the audio because you'll hear a little bit more details on um, trauma and how that's created as well body uh, learns how to react and in the middle of these two sides of the brain is your your amygdala amygdala I can never say that word amygdala and it basically is on alert it's like a scanner uh, or if you imagine like a little ball getting big and small all the time looking around just to make sure that your environment is safe and you're not going to get hurt and it goes through phases all the time like fight, flight or freeze it does this all day long every single second of the day and what happens is like every single creature on this planet has the same reactions however humans we are able to stimulate this amygdala just by thinking And unlike animals who react only when the danger is present, the amygdala, when the danger is past, it goes back to normal and it goes through that same process, fight, flight, freeze, fight, flight, freeze, all day long. But then it goes back to normal where it's calm. Humans, however, we're able to stimulate this by just thinking. And what happens with trauma is, is that because you're exposed to a lot of danger all the time, after a while, this amygdala gets stimulated continuously without even you knowing. So even though the, the surroundings seem safe and to everyone else, the environment seems safe. To everyone else, because this amygdala has been stimulated continuously, and maybe you have periods where it isn't. But its trauma is basically a compoundment of threat to the the person. And after a while, what happens is just like walking and talking, because it happens so many times the body and the mind creates the stimulus that activates the threat response automatically and as a result the world according to that person who's traumatized doesn't seem like a safe place like everyone else is experiencing. They're experiencing it differently. And the reasons why many of times that people are trying to consciously, you know, make the changes, it's a real challenge because once it goes to the subconscious mind, it really thinks that this is reality. In other words, because the trauma has Stimulated the amygdala so many times it no longer needs the threat to be there because the body has learned to be in constant alert that it stays in that hyper vigilant feeling. And sometimes, when the trauma gets so bad and it is repeated so many times, the mind has learned to dissociate from the body. So, if the body was been hurt and this often happens with the clients that I've worked with that have gone through childhood abuse where they have felt helpless. The mind has learnt as one of the coping strategies to dissociate from the body as a way to protect themselves. It's one of those survival techniques like the fight to fight the threat, flight to run away and to freeze, to freeze in front of danger. But also dissociation is also a survival technique and it's just to help stop feeling the pain. But because the body is not designed to be in hyper vigilant threat all the time. This is where all sorts of illnesses comes to the body because instead of using the body's energy, the normal energy to help the immune system to help do all those wonderful things that our bodies are capable of doing to protect our bodies from all sorts of things, because the energy is being used instead to be in this constant hyper vigilant state then this is how you get all these all sorts of illnesses that are happening in the body so that is basically what trauma is it's uh, a repeat of danger exposed to someone so often that the the body uh, has taken over so Instead of you being the driver of the seat and driving your life, the body has taken over and is driving you instead. And from my experience to help with trauma is to continue trying to meditate. I know it's really difficult at the beginning, but it will get easier. Just like I said about us creating you know the habit it starts off on the conscious side of the brain and then the more you do it it then goes into the subconscious mind and then it becomes like automatic it becomes easy. So just bear in mind that anything new will feel challenging but the more you do it the easier it'll become. And if you continuously do it again and again and again, it will then become a habit, but it will be an advantage for you. So try meditation, maybe like maybe two minutes at a time, and then just increase that daily. And the reason why meditation is really good, because it allows you to connect with your mind and body. Because what happens with trauma is that it's, there's a disconnection between the mind and the body. So meditation will definitely help with that. It will also help you calm yourself, regulate yourself too when you're feeling stressed. Um, another tip that I know with trauma is to drink hot and cold water at intervals straight after the other. So drink a little bit of hot water, drink a little bit of cold water. Actually you can do that with anything so it doesn't have to be water just as long as it's cold drink and hot drink drunk at intervals one after the other or in the shower doing hot and cold hot and cold in the shower and what this does is it trains your mind to get used to changes and realise hey it's actually not dangerous for having a change it's okay and your body and mind learns how to feel safe with change and yes get out in nature as much as you can and I'm not talking about in the city I'm talking about going to the forest or going to the beach somewhere like as as it says nature and if you want to bring a, someone with you t- so that you feel safe you can bring someone with you the main thing is is to get out as close to nature as possible because this then allows you to calm your mind it also helps you to connect back to your body and another thing i think you could do throughout the day is whenever you're doing a task like, for example, you're washing your hands under the, the water. Take a few moments just to concentrate on the detail of the water. Concentrate on the detail of the water splashing onto your hands. Look at the how the water just drops on your hands and how that may feel on your hands. Or if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The main thing is, is trying to bring yourself to the present moment and do that throughout the day. Maybe you're going for a walk and just take a few moments to listen around you. Like listen if there's like a dog barking and try and think how far that bark is or the traffic or listen to the birds singing. And these are kind of grounding um, techniques, which also helps you to connect back to your body. And the reason why it's so important to ground yourself or to connect to your body is because these take you to the present moment. And the reason why it's so important to take you back to the present moment is because... The trauma in your body is caused by thinking consistently about what has happened in the past. Even if you're not consciously thinking about it, the body, like I said, has created a habit because of whatever trauma you went through as a child and it's carried that program to this present moment so by being actually in the present you actually communicate to the body that hey in the present moment there is no danger so the more times that you ground yourself connect to your body you're telling yourself now is the present now is safe and and that is the reason why these practices like what the doctor says like meditation stretches etc is so important another good tip is to check in on how tense your body is so throughout the day whenever you can remember you could even set an alarm on your phone and when the alarm goes or when you remember See if your body is tense, like is your shoulders hunched over, is your jaw clenched, is your body feeling stiff? And if it is, try to relax them, you know, go, "Ah," you know, just let your arms go wobbly. I always say to, to my daughter when she's like feeling stressed out is just be like spaghetti, try to do that as often as you can because with a vigilant body and which, which goes a lot with trauma is that the habit of having a tense body is part of that. So the sooner that you can train your body that it doesn't have to be in a threat stance, the sooner it will be easier for you to take on the new habits with a relaxed body. I hope that makes sense. And I think that's pretty much my recommendations is to retrain yourself to connect back to your body. It is possible to do that on a conscious level. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, but with practice, by doing it again and again and again, by design, your brain will adapt to those things that you practice the most and it will become easier. Hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget, subscribe to this channel, leave a five star rating and switch on that notification bell so that you know straight away when a next episode is uploaded. Remember, this is helping me to continuously support this free content and start creating smaller transformational programs for any budget. So until next time, take care. Love you all. Thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope something in today's episode started some cogs going in your mind. And don't forget to connect with me and even share this episode and post a comment on what aha moments you had. If you want to overcome your biggest challenges in your life by learning the truth behind how we work, learn about the science behind creating even the impossible dreams to come true make sure you subscribe to this channel and also remember you are the creator of your life and yes that means stop waiting for other people your environment or your willpower to change you can stop any struggles that you're having right now and create space For the real science of manifestations to happen in your life. Until next time, big love, Mel. Bye.